And that was the last time I ever did that song. Welcome to the For the Gram podcast, a podcast on how to grow your social media and small business. Join us as we discuss how we use Instagram to grow our small businesses and form social communities. Learn how we've created partnerships with each other and formed relationships with other brands. Whether you want to take your small business or your social media to the next level, or you're just looking for a fun and lighthearted podcast about the everyday, this is the For the Gram podcast. I'm Mark from Remarkable Woodworks, and I'm joined by Vic from The Stump Shop and Dom from M Inspired Living. Now I can barely stand these two, but other people seem to enjoy them, and you got to give the people what they want. So I'll stop boring you with the intro now, and we can get on to this week's episode of the For the Gram podcast podcast welcome everybody i'm dom of the for the gram podcast as always i'm here with my buddies vic and mark and today we're talking about our selling strategies before we get to that though like we always do guys tell me what's going on tell me something good mark what's new I am geeking out hard over here, boys. We just cracked the 5,000? No, we cracked the 7,000 downloads on this 7, thing. 7,000, nice. Yeah, I was looking at the, I don't even know if that's good. I don't know I don't know if that's good for podcasts, but um, I was looking at the analytics, and we just cracked 7,000, so I just cracked a cold Coors Banquet, and I'm going to celebrate <laughs> with my two buds. Nice. I, I listened 6,999 times. I so. figured. I don't care. I'm still <laughs> yeah. celebrating. Wow, that's, that's <laughs> amazing. 7,000. Thank you to all you guys that are listening. That's great. Yeah. No, but I honestly I don't know I don't know numbers. Like is is that good or not? Um to me it feels like if someone said seven thousand, it'd be like sweet. Like we don't know the numbers. We don't know what to compare it to. But I what I do know is I've I've missed you guys. We gotta get back on this, do it every week if we can. And uh why don't we just kick it off this week? We're talking about selling strategies. <laughs> you know what's funny about that is I I have no selling strategies. I literally don't know how to sell. I'm pretty lucky i'm fortunate enough that um my product mainly being stumps sell themselves i just showcase myself working on those stumps how i get it from the forest to the point where it's now a finished piece in your living room and people follow along that journey and then that seems to sell the stumps themselves i mean i i don't really have any secrets i just instagram obviously is my main um i guess you can say showcase that's where i showcase my pieces um and then I'm, people message me on Instagram. I've dabbled with Etsy um, back in the days, even Kijiji. I don't know if that is that an American thing, Kijiji, or is that just no. they don't okay, have so Kijiji. It's like it's Craigslist, Craigslist, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like I've actually been on Craigslist too. Under I always listed under reclaimed wood. You know, did that a long time ago, and now it's just word of mouth and and through Instagram. That's really my my way of selling. I don't even have a website up and running yet, but you know, maybe I'll get to that. Speaking of websites, Dom, you got a pretty good website. Is that part of your selling strategy or what's your what's your secret? Yeah, it it is. I mean, it is now when I started out, I didn't have one to begin with, but it was a goal. Uh, I've had it probably up and running for a couple of years. And that is one of my current strategies is to try and push more and more uh, towards my website. I have an Etsy. I'm going to be shutting it down very soon. <laughs> Yeah, work smart. You know what? It was great in the beginning for for what it is. There's positives and negatives to it. Uh, yeah. 
I, I've kind of grown beyond that. It's not for me anymore. My website is what I what I like to focus on. Instagram, Facebook, they work great for me as well. Uh, and I, I don't want people to underestimate the value of, you know, old-fashioned contacting people, cold calls. Whether, sure. you know, you call someone up or you, even better, you spend a day and you walk into a business, introduce yourself, tell them what you do, you know, leave them maybe a sample if you can. I That's think the old school either, income coming yeah, through I it. Think, well, I like it. Hey, you know, I'm old enough to remember when that was the only way to sell things. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, you are so old. Oh, but yeah. uh, take a horse and buggy down no, Young you know Street. What? <laughs> it wasn't even either, called Young Street back listen then. Listen to me, you bozos. Listen, this is very important information. Yeah. <laughs> All right, go on. <laughs> now, people either underestimate the value of that. Or there's, you know, there's a fear factor to it that, that, that there's, you know, the chance of rejection and it's a face-to-face -face rejection. It's much easier to be rejected through a text, right? Because you're not yeah. standing in front of the person saying no to you. But for that chance of rejection, there's also a great opportunity for, you know, for success. So, so what would you I, say your, like, number one, someone were to ask you, hey, Dom, if you can only keep one more whether it's a channel or avenue or whatever for selling, bam, what would you pick as your best one? Like for the people just starting to sell their products, what's, what do you suggest they do? Where should they start? Cold calls. Really? Honestly. Yeah. Bullshit. If I, was, I call bullshit right no, 100%. now. 100%. If I was That's just, let me ask really? you this. Okay. Let me ask you this. If you were just starting out and you had an Instagram page of 220 followers, right. what would work better for you for sales? your Instagram page or walking into a place that, yeah, you might be uncomfortable, but you're meeting these people face to face and making human connections with them. But you just, you just hit the nail on the head though. It's the human connections, right? Yeah. It's people are going to buy something off of you if they know that they like you or if they feel like they're comfortable with you. So you're exactly. right. Getting yourself in front of faces and having conversations, but ultimately it comes down to, as a consumer, whether or not I feel comfortable with the person that's pushing this product, right? Like so maybe you guys Dom are is right, great. Though. You do that more in, well, in but if you had to, if you're just starting out and like Vic said, you could only pick one avenue, definitely I'd go with cold calls. Because how far am I like I'll tell you to be I be completely honest with everyone who listens to this, who's you know <laughs> like the four people the, that yeah, yeah that have All listened that have each listened two thousand times to, yeah. <laughs> to, <laughs> to, to give us, us seven our seven thousand that yeah. math doesn't even work but i'm gonna be completely honest my instagram page has in the let's call it about three years that i've had that page up now has only recently started to get me a decent amount of business like yeah, an amount of business sure. that that can actually start to pay some of my bills so to stick with Instagram or Facebook or whatever right from the beginning where you don't have a following, you don't have a brand built up, yeah, I, I think it's suicide. It's but tough I, for sure. I honestly think though that it, like it comes it comes down to like that word of mouth, right? So I think in the very, very beginning, if you're putting out product, you got to be willing to put it out for free to be able to showcase what you're able to do. Then when you have a little bit of a network buildup or you have the like clientele, maybe that's when you kind of go out and you start having to sell yourself. And that's where I think people start 
to buy off of you is when they feel comfortable with the individuals that Once are they there. Know that's you. What, yeah, cool. and that's why Instagram's yeah. such a great platform, especially with the stories now, because you're able to have that like humanization with your yeah. or on your platform, right? But Mark, so now, what, what would you the say whole argument here is if you are just starting out, right, and you only have a couple hundred followers. Does yeah, it make we, but sense? But we were that, all there at one point. Like we, you did called it start. cold calling. To be honest, no one uses a phone anymore unless it's for texting. So I think you I'm meant so also like going to people. Yeah, no, like, going that's walking on yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Well, I respect cold, that. You know what? That's not a cold. Let's call, move on because <laughs> hold on a second, Dom. Did you actually mean cold calling? Like picking up the telephone and that's calling? I, yeah. Like, no. If you're if you're if no if you're walking in. Knocking on a door and walking. It's still a cold call. No, I just You're taking that way too literally. Well, cold call. talking about cold calls. <laughs> you know what? Let's <laughs> let's move, move on. The the listeners will all side with me. I'm I'm certain of it. All right. We'll we'll put out a poll later for Dom versus Mark who's right. But anyways, can Mark, I just so, make can I just make no, one more point before no, we move no, on to this? Mark, just stop talking. Yeah. No, I have one more important point to make. <laughs> We'd love to hear it. Not necessarily a strategy for an actual selling strategy, but a strategy that's very important is be original, find a way to differentiate yourself. Yeah. yeah no, Especially like a lot of these maker niches, not necessarily woodworking, but any maker niche, they're a lot of them are, are flooded. They're they're highly competitive and you don't just want to be, you know, another, you know, I'll I'll take myself as an example, another charcuterie board guy. Right. You have to find a way to, to create your own brand and make yourself unique. A hundred percent, Dom. And honestly, like I I have been in sales. I was in sales for probably 10 years and, and I was responsible for teaching people how to sell. And I really do feel like personally, I hate being sold. I think right. the best people are the most successful salespeople are just upfront, honest, and all they do is just educate people. And that would be the biggest piece of advice that I could give to somebody who's just starting getting or just getting out there and trying to sell their product. Learn as much about the market as you can. Learn as much about the product that you can. Go out and provide a solution for somebody. All you have to do is just educate people, whether it's, you know, learning everything you need to know about your stumps, Vic, and yeah. telling people that this stump came from Young and Eglinton. And then maybe who knows, your client might be from Young and Eglinton and they yeah. now have that emotional attachment and to the type that piece. Of wood you explain to them yeah. like all these little things, right? And just don't, to be, sorry to cut you off, Mark, but just no, don't okay. be, um, don't be a dick when it comes to selling, 100%. honestly. Like yep. just if you're if you're gonna go and use Dom's tactic of cold calling, like you can't walk into a place or or for example even on Instagram, you can't expect that sale because it's it's gonna happen, man. It's yep. me. I made this incredible piece. Yep. It's gonna happen. Just don't be like that. You know what I mean? Be humble about your piece. And like Mark was saying, educate the person on that piece so they know what they're getting or the yep. work you're gonna do for them. Right, yep. Mark? I'm sure that applies to when you go and someone asks you, Hey, can you build me um whatever it is right a cabinet or a yeah locker. whether it's a piece or even a service right like i'm not yes. i don't really sell you know things anymore i i basically sell my services um but i do the same thing like i just kind of like i i ask questions that i feel like i i need to know the answers to in order to like provide 
the solutions for them, whether it's I'm going to do their bathroom or their kitchen or anything. Like, where do you guys like to spend the most time in your, or where do you guys like to spend the most amount of time in your house? And that's where, you know, you want to put the money towards renovation or where you're going to get the most bang for your buck if you're looking to sell, right? Like there's, you need to know as much information as you can and then just, just be upfront and honest and then explain um, how you can solve the, that person's issues, right? And yeah. For, honestly, it's been it's been working very well for me, and I, I know for a fact that it's been working well for the two of you guys. I just think that it gets like swept under the rug sometimes when people start talking about sales because they automatically think of the Al Bundys or like the shoe salesmen. Yeah. No disrespect, Vic. Hey, um, hey, hold, like, hold on a second. Does, is this a is this a fact that Vic, I, that people Vic know that I used to sell? Shoes. I did sell shoes, yeah. <laughs> at the Sears, at the old Sears. Shoes and luggage, okay? It was Division 14, I think they called it. It covered both, okay? So I didn't just sell <laughs> shoes. But anyways, I was just looking at the list here for the mailback questions. And it's funny because it actually ties into sales. So if you guys are cool with that, I'll just spit out a mailback question right now. Yeah, 100%. Why, not we, why don't we dive into the mailbag? It's never too early for a mailbag. That's Custom lyrics <laughs> this week. Yeah. I freestyled cool. it. I hope that's okay. Wow. Uh, well, I'll take it. That so, might listen, have been guys. one of your best performances. Chris from Elevated Grain 716. He actually sent in a question to the mailbag How do you market in such a crowded niche? Ties perfectly into sales. You create this awesome product or service, like Mark said. How do, how, how do you make yourself different from. Actually, Dom, you touched on it, so why don't you continue in a sense? How do you make your boards different? Because let's be honest, you'll be the first to admit a lot of people make boards. A lot of people make stumps. A lot of people renovate homes like Mark or whatever the case is. How do you make yourself different? What do you do to to stick out in this crowded niche? I think one of the biggest things is I touched on it very briefly. You need to build your brand. You, You need to differentiate yourself. And I'll take charcuterie boards as an example because I do them. Personally, I think it's important that you have your style. Like, you know what? At the end of the day, a charcuterie board is a charcuterie board. You can play around with it a bit, change, you know, the the handle a bit or try. At the end of the day, they all are more or less the same. But I wouldn't anyway jump around from style to style. I think it's important to find the style that works for your brand and I think a lot of people will see a picture of my boards and kind of know that it's probably one of mine because I try to keep them within that same style all the time. Right. I don't go changing my handle and doing all that sort of stuff, whether it's charcuterie boards or anything else that you do. I got to interrupt go you here for a sec because yeah. you're, you're, you're triggering something in my mind here. I got to get it off my chest, okay? The other day, my wife goes to me, Vic, we need a board in our kitchen under the kitchen, you know, the under, under the undermounted lights. She wants to lean it up against the wall. And I go to her, perfect. I got a nice piece of walnut in the garage. Or do you want maple? She goes, no, I want a Dom board. <laughs> so I'm, I just had to get that off my chest. You've done a good job in marketing yourself and differentiating your boards because I, I'll admit it, I can't make a board as nice as yours, but I would go out there and cut something very similar. But nope, my wife wants a Dom board. So I just wanted to get that off my chest that um, that pissed me off. But at the same time, good for you because you've marketed yourself properly. You can't, that can't piss you off because my wife did the same thing with, with your stump. I literally had to carry this GD stump from Toronto all the way to the suburbs and then 
through the suburbs into the country where I live and have this like thousand pound stump sitting right next to yeah. me. But yeah, it's 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 That's still it, one of my favorite stumps. It's a nice one. You're yeah, well it's sitting here. It's <laughs> it's one of my most complimented pieces of furniture. So thank you. Yeah, I think you. I think ultimately though, like in order to get eyes on you, you have to be thinking outside the box, right? If we're gonna use Dom as an example you do a great job. The puzzle piece board like just draws people in, right? And for people like, oh, wait, oh, that's like, that's so unique. If if we want to use me as an example, one of my, my biggest posts and what got a lot of attention was I did a deck one time and had like basket weave. Oh, yeah, uh, the bed wood. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, right? Which, which a lot of people were like, oh, my God, how did you do this? And it sparked a lot of interest. And then, and Vic, the same thing with you. Like you're always doing things you did a story today that was hilarious about going to the gym and like you turn your leg like this, you open the door and you <laughs> take your, you, you, you go to the gym, you fat shit, right? Yeah. Like that, little, that's from TikTok, but it's a trend, right? It's just but funny. It's, to... it's little tiny things that like that, that bring the attention in to you. And then it just kind of sparks people like, oh, what's this guy all about? And then it looks and it's, and it sees like what it is that you're all about. And I really wish if there's one industry that would take that advice, it would be, the real estate industry because I don't know if you guys follow any like realtors or anything, but they're all cookie cutter. They all do the same exact oh. same thing. And it's, I don't know. I just, I just think it's super important to, to, to be that purple cow, if you will, or stand out of the crowd. You really need to like do something outside of the box and yeah. not, not just see somebody else's post and then mirror that and think that that's the only way to do it or that's how you do it. Just try, fail, try, fail, and then try again and succeed. Yeah. I think I, I think to answer um, Chris's question and how to stick out in this crowded niche, um, I'm going to mention it again, just like Dom has and Mark has. Nothing unique about stumps. However, I'll tell you right now, in my personal experience, I don't know any other maker out there that, or any store or anything where I can follow along the make of this thing that sometimes takes three years, right? That's what that's what I do. So to answer your question once again, Chris, just be unique. Take whatever item it is, whatever service it is, and make it special. Let's pretend we're all donuts. You got to have you. that sprinkle or that chocolate. You got to, you know what 100%. I mean? Make it special. Um, people don't leave me alone about my stumps, which I love. I get the messages all the time and people send me like urban barns photos and, and photos from stores saying, Hey, can you make this in my head? I'm thinking I, that I'm honored, right? Why don't you just buy it from the store? I'm flattered. You'd rather have me make it. So, um, but if you, again, if you think about it too, like how, how crazy is it that you're known as the stump guy, right? Yeah, I know it's, well, it's and, a, it's and a dead tree. And, but yet it's like, you've made it exciting and fun and like, and you just added your own personality to it. You, you know, your strengths and you play to them. And that's, that's what you got to do. If, if you're interested in whatever it is that you're interested in, veer there and then promote that because that's the only way you're going to be successful. Master yeah. one thing I'd say, and then, and then also dabble, right? But you gotta, you gotta have that thing that people want to come back for. Yeah. That's, that's exactly, I think what you want at the end of the day is whatever it is that you're selling, you're selling yourself and your brand as much as that item. So yeah. for, for let's take Vic as an example. Yeah. Maybe people can go somewhere else and, and buy a stump, but they want a stump shop stump. And yeah, that 100%. says a lot because they've bought into and they believe in his personal brand. Yeah. Right? Well, I really and, appreciate that guys. Thank you. Yeah. By the way, when is my stump going to be ready? I'm I'm never um it's next year. 
<laughs> I need like a 48 inch diameter stump for my cottage <laughs> for, for a dining table. That's it. 48 and maybe what, like a hundred yeah, inches. I, we, I don't invite that many people over. It's the cottage. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I mean that, that was awesome. I think we, we, we threw out a bunch of, you know, useful, useful little bits, but Let's keep um, this not, going though. I'm, like, I'm, I'm having fun. Yeah, yeah. To, no, no, no. Like, let's do, here, let's, we have do we have more um, time? We're gonna like, do another we're... mailbag. Yeah. Why Actually, not? you know what? If you guys, if you guys want, I still have the list right up here, and I'm liking this question here. I'm liking this question. We have touched yeah. on it before, but what the hell, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Do wait, okay. wait. Do we do we get another mailbag intro song, or is that yeah. it? We only get the one. Is it one per episode, or is this mailbag? We're gonna do another mailbag. People are gonna you've hate. Been, you've yeah. been practicing this week. I yeah, guarantee. I sing, good, I sing like that on the way into work every single morning. <laughs> you like you went up a couple notches this yeah, week. Man. You leveled was, up on that on was the like song. auto auto tune. Like it's in your throat, ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, Christy. Right, so, so let's do it. What else we got? My girl Christy from Oak Hill. Millworks. Um, she asked us, actually, this is good because we all consider ourselves content creators, right? Do you ever predetermine posts and schedule them out in advance? That's that's that you could get deep with that question. So is she just talking like a draft, or is it like because I know some people are hardcore that have calendars set up, right? For I, Mondays. I know, I know some of those people too, and I I don't know how they like I'm envious of them yeah. because I wish that I was that organized and that disciplined, but I, I just, I just can't bring myself to do that. I'll be honest. It's it's not even the discipline and all that. It's, I don't have enough content to do that. Like that's, that's one problem for me. It's like, <clears throat> if I were to sit down with a calendar and say, okay, so listen, what am I posting tomorrow, the day after and the day after I'd be, I'd get to tomorrow and I'd be like, all right, I have this photo here. I need to edit, but Bam, then I'm done, right? Then I have to work on content. I don't know, Dom, what do you do? You schedule or you just kind of post and go or what? I, I don't really schedule. Like, I'll try to build a, a bit of a library of photos that I can draw upon. But in terms of, you know, pre-planning the exact, uh, you know, wording of it, I don't do that normally. There, there might be the odd time if it's, you know, a post in collaboration with someone or uh, you know, a giveaway or a sponsored post. In those cases, I may, you know, plan it out a few days in advance. Uh, but no, typically at, at most is if I'm lucky, I'll have, you know, a bunch of pictures built up that I'll be able to use for the next, you know, yeah. week. So you're not like a calendar guy or anything either, no. eh? Mark, what about you? So like, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but you can draft pictures or i don't think you can draft videos but you, you can, can draft actually yeah. you can you can yep so if you like for me what i'll typically do is um throughout the day or the week or whatever if i'm doing like a project and we complete the project then i'll do like a bunch of like beauty shots of like this freshly done space right um and then when i have time i'll edit those photos i'll post just the edited photos um into my drafts so I, I think right now I have like 14 or 15 in there. Nice. And then I don't write any captions because I, I like to kind of like 
put some thought into the captions. Um, I try to keep them shorter or like, I, I like to play with them a little bit. So you I could can, save those in your draft too. Did you know that the captions? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I was going to say is like when I'm feeling something or like, sometimes I'll look through my drafts and then like, I'll be like, Oh, this, this picture says, you know, this to me, or I think I can tie this in. And then I'll kind of try and go and, and play those. Right. Um, but yeah, it was just like, for me, I try to bank up as many drafts as I can. And then that way I can go through and post. But um, yeah, I don't really, I, I honestly, I, I haven't even been posting as much as I should be. Like, like I haven't, I've been kind of yeah. slacking in that department. So um, no, to be honest, I don't have a calendar. So I wish I did t- though. Yeah, no, no, I hear you, man. Once I hear those people that have like spreadsheets and all that, and, and I, you're right, a little part of me is jealous, but at the same time, I'm just... I'm doing what I do, and it's, you know... Um, Seems to be working okay, Mr. Fortney. I'll tell you guys... To me, that's like a lot of homework and taking notes. And Oh, yeah. We <laughs> know Don, right? You guys know what I think of taking notes, right? You, so, you're the worst student of all time. Like It, it kind of does not become fun. It's it's almost like, yeah. this is this is now homework. Forget and we talked that, about right? that, right? We yeah. talked about that. Like As soon as it starts to not be fun, I'm out. Yeah, And then I put my focus into like podcasts right or then yeah. I, I start doing other things but no one um, thing that that i've started doing lately is um i'll this is kind of listen to this if it's not a secret but what i've done is to spread out my content let's say i'm working on a video and i just can't get it to less than five minutes like i'm yeah. talking like i've edited on everything it's already quick clips you know bam 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 i take that five minute video and i and i cut it into minute segments and post one and I've been doing that lately where I say part one. And I find that that not only then gives me four or five pieces of content from one video. When I say to people, come back for part two, I feel that those videos will get me a bunch of follows because people now don't want to lose me in their feed. They mm-hmm. want to see what part two is. So they actually, you know, hop on the Stump Nation train. So I've been doing that a lot too for That's for interesting. Kind of- yeah, I've That's been doing and, smart. Like and that. And then idea. what I do is I take the video once it's all done. I've now posted the five or four or five segments and mm-hmm. I take the full video and then I pop it into IGTV to live there. So it's okay. like I've just created six and usually videos for me are very well performing. Not all of them. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. better than photos. Yeah. So bam, eat, let's just throw out a um, hundred followers from each of those videos, four or five videos in a row. Plus then the IGTV, if it's successful, another couple hundred, you just gained hundreds of followers from what originally would have just been um, one, one video. video. Right. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's super smart, of, man. one of my newest tactics that I've been doing for the last few videos. Another thing that I like, cause I've been watching a lot of um, content on like how to make videos and stuff like that. And I found it super interesting and I just learned this. So if I'm, you know, if I'm new, be, be kind, but um, every video should tell a story. And a great story has a beginning, a middle, and an end. And when you're going into film certain things, no matter what the stages are, just keep that in mind. You know, I need a beginning, I need a middle, and I need an end for this. If you're editing, let's even just say it's like a, the, the beginning stages of something. What could that be, right? If you're making a product um, and you're in the shop, it could be setting up your space. And then the end could then be the beginning of yep. your build, right? Taking it down or something, yeah. Yeah, and I, I have found that that has made the thought process of like what is good content and what is going to perform very well. If I can tell a story and have that beginning, middle, and end in my videos, then I feel like I've won. 
No, perfect. That's a that's a great. Just tip. a little takeaway that I've been trying to implement into my content now. So I thought that I would share it with everyone. I think that's a great point, man. Because it's like a book. It's like anything else. It's like a movie, yeah. right? Like yeah. Like you're not gonna. Um, what are you gonna do? You're gonna start filming in the mid. You're already at the table saw ripping a board. Yeah. People are gonna be like, exactly. oh, "Sorry, I may have missed the first video." Like, what are you making? Or did you go out and get that board? Or you know what I mean? I'm just trying to. But even to, even if people are starting to to do videos, they might think they need to film absolutely everything. They need to yeah. film every single stage, and and it could become overwhelming. You just need a beginning, a middle, and an end. That's it. And if it's as you simple as you taking a video, setting up the, the stuff, taking a video of cutting the stuff, taking a video. <laughs> I'm just this laughing. Guy's but Steven... now going to be four seconds long. <laughs> this yeah, guy's the Steven Spielberg of woodworking. It's, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, uh, you know what? Actually, it's funny you say that because I've always thought in my head, I'm like, I would love to one day be walking down a path, like in in the forest. I see the tree, dead tree, obviously. I take, let's start the video right from there. Take that stump back to my beginning. shop. That's the beginning. Imagine that. And then I, I be keep that footage in three years. Four years. <laughs> so you know what I mean? I'd have, I'd, it would be on my iPhone 7 in the drafts, you know, when I, when I first started with this stump. But, but for real, I've been trying to vlog for like months, like six months. And I'm over complimenting. Like you guys know how much I like to overcomplicate things. I go through hours and hours and hours of footage. And I'm like, why am I doing this? And all I need is a beginning, a middle, and an end. That's it. And it could be as simple as that. So maybe even try that and throw it out as like an FTG challenge or something. Sure. Put out a video and just say, here's my beginning, my middle, and my end. And Actually, did you, get a, did you get a chance to see my stories today, Mark? Be honest. No. I threw one out I threw one out there where I was like, to-do list today. I have to finish this jig, and then I have to film the ending to three videos. Yeah, yeah. It's funny you say that, though, because I have three stumps in the basement, and each of them... I filmed a different process on it. Like one of them was the full debarking. Yeah. And I'm at that point now where I have this beautiful stump. I just need to film the ending so I can close that video. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Three uh -huh. different videos and I just haven't filmed the ending yet. But they'll all come out one day eventually. And then and then I'll break it up into five segments each. So that's 15 videos. You so know what I mean? That's like a month's worth that's of like a month almost. Exactly. Yeah. There you and go. you can you can fake it till you make it too, like you just said, Vic. Like if you get in the editing stages and you realize that you forgot a middle, just go back outside exactly. and yeah. make a fake cut of a wood and film it, and that could be your middle. Put that in the editor. That's it. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And even don't wear the same clothes. Then just don't show your clothes if you're trying to make it seem like it's the same day. I've done that too. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm not wearing the same clothes. Okay, so let me film from this angle where you only see my hands or whatever, right? Like, there's so many things where you don't have to stress about this, right? And your caption could even then be like, if you wanted to make it like clickbait or whatever, be like, I had to fake one of these scenes. See if you can tell which one's which, <laughs> yeah. and then make it a giveaway. Like whoever yeah. guesses it gets a T-shirt or something. Boom, yeah. done. See, that's that. What our IG minds, eh? That's all that. That's all. That's <laughs> the only thing on my mind. But so, what do you guys think? If you were Christy Dom, did I answer your question? I think we answered it. Yeah. Basically, oh, no. None, none of us. None of us pre-plan them. No. No. Yeah, I just that's I wish for I could, the birds. I just, I just don't. So, but we're also like we don't have hundreds of thousands of followers. So maybe if we did, we probably would have more we more success. Maybe. But maybe, yeah. but then. I, 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 we're here now. <laughs> you know what? Let let's keep going. Is there another one that we can answer? Um, I mean, 
our We're listeners turning are this often. into an MA. Let's do M- it. Yeah, it's an AMA. AMA. You never know what's going to happen. I got a good question here. Did, did our friend Glenn over at Bonfire Creations not want to know something? He did. He actually asked the question. He, he asked what we think of maker meetups. That was his question. Is that a shameless plug for the one coming up? I'm just kidding. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not answering it unless we get paid. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Maker Meetups, man. Actually, that's where I met both of you for the f- one. Well, Dom, I dropped by one of his shows, but um, most of the IG friends that I have have been through Maker Meetups. I love them. Local ones, Workbench was probably one of the f- one, my favorite weekends of yeah. my life, right? One big Maker Meetup, yeah. Yeah. I I love Meetups. I don't really know if I call them Maker Meetups because typically you end up talking about Instagram over, you know, woodworking or anything like that. But I still, I love when like a big group of people get together and have a common interest, whether it be... You're making content. You're making stuff for IG. You're a maker. No, 100%. I'm not saying, I'm not saying anything around, you know, no disrespect, but I just, I like meetups. That's all. I like them. I like whether it's Whether it's meetups at, like I've done meetups at atlas machinery in mississauga where it was like tools yeah i've yeah. gone to those meetups i've gone to maker meetups i've gone to other meetups i just i really really enjoy talking to other people like like-minded individuals so to answer that's the a, question i do like makers meetups yeah that's exactly what i was about to say was it's great to meet like-minded individuals that 100 yeah absolutely yeah actually mark you know, said it so many times it's okay in a maker meetup to be on your phone everyone's yeah. on their phone right? yeah <laughs> exactly people, yeah. people get it yeah no make hey i i agree i don't think anybody would say that they don't like maker meetups anybody that is a maker and in this community i don't think anybody that's wise one yeah exactly. well yeah. but they're peripheral they're peripheral they're wives of instagram they have their own yeah, category yeah. they have their own meetups uh, that tastes like foot but, yeah, uh, like... <laughs> yeah, no, I like them. I mean, speaking our, of make, speaking our of first meetups. meetup. Let, hang on, let me finish my thought. Our, you're always interrupting me. One of my favorite meetups was Bruce. Remember him? He won oh, a... that was a great yeah. meet. That was that was our giveaway. Went to dinner the with only Dick. One that you guys have done without me. So Bruce, I don't know if you listen to this podcast, but man, that that really was a great meetup. Yeah. I have to, yeah. I have to we're gonna actually yeah. we're gonna do another one. We keep promising it, but we boy, do. We do I have am, to do another one. I am gonna organize the shit out of this. We are giving ourselves away for a dinner. All right, let's get this last one out here, boys. It's uh. Uh, I'm honestly sick of you guys. So Lefty's Woodshop. <laughs> I just want to go play video games. You know what I mean? All right. Let's <laughs> that get point Vic of the night. Let's get Vic to go uh, play video games. Yeah. I got to go in my parents' basement and play video games. You know, drink my Ovaltine and play Yo, some They dungeon. actually have like legit sports teams and arenas now for video game players. So, oh, dude, it's huge, man. It's, it's a big deal. It's you ever see me just bought into a team of like like gamers? Oh, yeah. No, these guys, and they make, and I'm not encouraging video game playing to this <laughs> level, but these guys are making millions, bro. Millions of dollars. Like, hey, what do you do, man? I won a, whatever, a Grand Theft 5 tournament, and the guy gets whatever man million oh it's crazy i know a contractor that just got the job for uoit university okay and they're 2.3 million dollars they're investing into an arena specifically for video games games competitions video games 
it's a big deal, man. It's a, it's <laughs> it's also a form of content creation, I guess. This guy, the, is it though? Like, does he create the way he plays? I don't know. I Anyways. don't know anything about video games. When, when, I, when, I, was a, when, when I was a kid, we had like a string on a stick, and that's what we played with. <laughs> yeah, that was the first no, ever. I, I played Atari. You don't Kong. have the Commodore VIC-20? My, my cousin <laughs> had it. My cousin had it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, bing, bing. Yeah. What's that game called? The, uh... I Anyways. have no idea what you guys are talking the about. The funny thing is, that was like amazing at the time. I was yeah. like, what? I know. All right, let's move. Right. Just get into the question. Would oh you? my god! So listen, Lefty's Wood Shop. Oh man, who will make the next guest appearance? I was bummed about the the episode where Brit never, which Brit never happened. Um, yeah, and you know what? Actually, that was uh, it, that was a good episode, guys. I'll be honest. We just couldn't. F- Mark, he worked his magic. He's awesome at what he does, but he, we just couldn't fix it. It was mainly because my. I'll take the blame. My mic was a was a big piece of shit in that episode. And <laughs> it sounded like it was making popcorn the whole time. So if you guys want us to release that episode with the popcorn sounds, then um, you'd have to convince Mark. Cause... But anyways, I'm rambling. Who is our next guest, boys? We never really, we never really discussed it. I have no... Who, like, who, who do the people want to hear from? Let's, let's... I was just about to say, let's put it out there. Let's do a post and, and ask the question. So We've been really trying to get the wood pastor like for from. like months and months and months, but he keeps yeah. saying no. He's aging. He never even answers me anymore. Yeah, what a guy. Eh? He's gone <laughs> Hollywood now. He's all YouTube famous. Like, unbelievable. Maybe, maybe Steven, maybe whoever just, whoever agrees to come on. Like anyone. Like, I'm going to go out on the street tomorrow and just ask the first person I see. With a sign like that guy, dude, with a sign. Like, <laughs> yeah. Will you come on our podcast? He's- um, that was a lot know, funnier good, in my head, good... I guess. <laughs> I'll, uh, you know what? If if we post that, uh, if we do that post and ask people, I'll tag like The Rock. <laughs> oh yeah, The Rock's right? for oh, sure yeah. gonna come on. Gary Vee on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, one hundred percent. But honestly, though, like I'm curious to know the audience. Like, who would you want? to hear from like big do you like hearing from bigger accounts do you like hearing from smaller accounts like we have some friends that we could reach out to that have you know hundreds of thousands of followers or we could talk to people that are in the trenches with us like i just i'm curious to know um what the range of followers that you guys are interested in hearing from is it that's a good point like who do they want to hear i don't know so yeah basically are you interested in just woodworking stuff or do you want to hear from other markets too like like there's different types of content that lives out there and and what performs well and there's a lot more people that are well educated far more educated in the subject than we are so um we could try and make that happen if there's any interest for sure does that answer the question I, I, it's, it's kind of a, a politician way of answering the question. Like basically we didn't answer the question, but we told them, um, what, what they wanted to plan get. on doing in the future. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. We're going to send These out guys a going to live up to their promises. Yeah. We also promised, uh, an episode every two weeks. So we'll have to get back on that. Hey eh, boys, new year, new me. I guess we should just, uh, maybe That's call it. it a night boys. What do you think? Yeah. I've hey, had enough for you guys. Get- Get to your video games. I got yeah. stuff to do. So, um, thanks so much for listening, folks. And we're gonna, you know what? Let's just let's just be real for the last minute here. We all are 
um, humans, obviously. We all got, we're busy lives. Each of us are doing our own things. We're going to get more consistent here. New year, new us. We'll, be, we'll see you guys in two weeks. And, and for the love of God, stop selling. Just just start being yourselves and educate people and your business will do a lot better. Okay. I got to go tag the rock. Let's hit the outro. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Outro music. Play. Is that some sort of song from the disco that you used to go to as a kid? Or? No, but wasn't that pretty good? I just came up with that off the top of my head. It actually had like a melody to it this week. You should be a musician. I should yeah. be. Um, I disagree. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>